0: Machos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Record Breakers. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, of course, is my team, the crew, the gang, the, the, the squad. Uh, we've got Patrick.
1: Hello again. Again.
0: And we've got Drew. Hello. We've got Brett.
2: Uh, hey, I don't have two of the same joke.
0: <laughs> uh we of course gathered to share music with each other because sharing is a caring and i i i'm i'm well well uh, prepared to rehash jokes from uh things we have recorded uh here to share the album this week and share with us drew drew what do you got for us this week
3: um i brought an album uh by a couple of characters known as Danny Sexbang and Ninja Brian, their uh <laughs> their band Ninja Sex Party, uh, pretty funny in my opinion. Uh, with their album Attitude City. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, certainly an interesting album to say the least. Uh, Patrick, I must ask you, uh, what were your expectations coming into this album?
1: I feel like right before Drew picked this album, he made me watch a YouTube video of them, but I can't remember any details of it Probably. other than it was a thing from the Internet. Mm-hmm. So that, that was my expectation, a thing from the Internet.
0: Hmm. Pretty, pretty lines, up, lines up pretty well. Uh, Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album?
2: Oh, many, 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 many days ago when we first were told to listen to this album, which was a long time ago, I had no clue what this was um and especially seeing uh, what it ended up being i was very shocked that i did not know cuz i tend to be a magnet that draws in garbage like this but uh <laughs> i you know i i i was i was shocked i was i was flabbergasted yes. um by, by by what what was put in front of me i yes. even if i thought i knew i didn't know yes <laughs> uh drew tried
0: to warn yeah
2: how best would you
0: describe Ninja Sex Party's attitude city?
3: Well, Ninja Sex Party in general is a very interesting group. Uh Daniel Avadon, uh Danny Sexbang is one that has uh frequented uh comedy clubs and um uh, done comedy and studied at places uh like UCB with people from UCB and um in New York and Philly and stuff like that. Uh So he is sort of versed in comedy and he's always been sort of a comedian and a singer. And Ninja Sex Party was sort of the first time that he combined those two things. Uh, Brian Wecht was a piano player. Uh, Ninja Brian in the band was a piano player and a theoretical physicist, a a professor, in fact. Um, Which is very interesting when you get into what Attitude City is, which is synth pop, a dash of 80s, and a lot of boner humor. Um, it's, it's songs about, um, trying to get laid, getting laid, um, killing people to get laid, um, and trying to convince girls that you're worth laying. Um, and there's a couple of, um, uh, I've, like other in here, um, stuff like dubstep and, um, uh, um not a song you know, dubstep and cookies dubstep is not a song yes i will i will I i'll get to that um and we won't talk about that it's 10 seconds it's a bit it's a skit but um something like cookies uh as well that aren't necessarily about sex but most of it is danny sex bang as a character that is god's gift to women um yes. or at least and it's he sort of that
0: himself to be
3: <laughs> yeah It the thing about Attitude City, um, compared to the un- other Ninja Sex Party stuff is it's the first time where like, I feel like it was really well put together. Um, the other albums are funny in my opinion. Um, it's very sophomoric humor. Uh, you either sort of love it or hate it. I think as far as the humor goes, but it was actually well put together. Like the fidelity is finally there. Um, and I think they actually spent time on this album with uh steel panther on a few songs so if you know steel panther you're sort of you sort of know what songs those probably are no surprise there (laughs) right (laughs) yes if you know steel panther you're not surprised at the humor in this record um but that's that's just it last last week we had um something that was much more deep as far as the music goes, this is not deep as the music goes. um it's we
1: just could not. Have a weird
2: owl album that was deeper than this you could, we could yeah. have a Ray Stevens like yeah. also <laughs> ran album that would be more serious than this
1: the space oh. Jam soundtrack was more serious than this yeah.
3: oh yeah, no,
0: and well that and, had, and, I and, believe yeah. I can fly the ultimate motivation song of the of Dude. The, of the millennia, but you know L- that's not
3: the do year, not day. make fun of I believe I can fly exactly I will get very serious um. No, but they're they're sophomoric and that's sort of their shtick, and yeah. I find it funny. It's corny. It's dumb. Um, yeah, uh, but I think it's a fun listen, and it's funny, and I think more people yeah. should give I them a shot. Say,
0: so. You you say love it or hate it? How about got the joke and was over it four songs in? <laughs> but let's Fair go enough. back around. Go back around. Let's go uh, to what you, the guys thought. Uh, Patrick, what did you think? Uh, what, was, what was the uh, themes and elements uh, that caught your attention?
1: Uh, you made it four whole songs in before being like, okay, this is all this is. I got, I got to the... What is the third track but the second song? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's what this album is. It all yep. sounds like an 80s action TV show theme song. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out something. Music is hard to do well. Comedy is hard to do well. Musical comedy, the difficulty level... It it, it multiplies together.
0: It's like intersectionality.
1: Uh, It's not an inter... It's it's like they have to do both well. So if you look at, let's say, you know, Weird Al brought up before. Weird Al is a genius musician who also happens to be funny as fuck, you know, and play accordion, which helps. Um, Stephen Lynch, good comedian, but also can sing and play guitar. Uh, Garfunkel and Oates can sing really well and plays their instruments well enough, but are really more comedians. This is shitty comedy and shitty music. And I don't know, like, it's the poster child for the case against making music tools cheap and easy for people. It is, calling it sophomoric humor, it's giving it too much credit. It's it's barely juvenile. And I understand, like, this to me, if you had one of these songs on a comedy album, like if you if you put put like Dragon Slayer on a comedy album, it would kill because it would be a really good joke in itself—the sort of ridiculousness of it. But a whole album of it, Jesus fucking Christ! I
0: I, I will say I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than Patrick did. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brett, what themes elements caught your attention about this album?
2: The fact that. Uh Drew is going to be on his team by him, probably by his lonesome. I, I almost want to do a record breaker, the pivot mid show where I change my opinion just to to be argumentative. But no, this album is dumb. Yep. It's dumb. It, this album is entirely full of dick jokes on the level of like a big Johnson T-shirt or a D's nuts joke. Um, you know, the timeless stuff. It has all uh, the cre- creativity I, of a big dog sh- story. And, yeah, and you know, you have to look through the dumb to find the dumb. There there's some dumb in here and you know it you know I I love me some dumb when it's not dumb. Um but like this is a this is somebody who knows enough about how to do a harmony uh and has enough skill to pull it off but not enough composition skill to write it very well. Um like it's just like scattershot uh you know I I doubt that they were ever trying to go for something that would be groundbreaking musically, but it, this, this is sort of like jerky boys with a, with a kazoo played behind it or like George Carlin, the musical, like it's, it's, it, it's vulgar. Um, it's, but it's not nearly like it, it's if you, if you, if you sliced the skill level of like they, when they, when they made their character sheet, and they spent all their proficiency slots uh, were filled up with dick joke and like except for one that they put like able to use keyboard yes. proficiently
0: um, like they got, a, they got a, like a tw- um, a, they have 10 on able to use keyboard. They got a 20 on dick joke and they got like six on everything else.
1: <laughs> the dick jokes weren't even that good. And, and, the, and like the, they uh, weren't good dick jokes. They were shitty dick jokes.
2: And and they, they like I wanted to like throw a flag for like too many uses of the term butt stuff. Like, you know, butt, <laughs> but like excessive use of butt stuff. Like <laughs> I mean, seriously, they I I know I'm neither hip nor with it. I it that's how it goes. I'm getting I'm getting to the age where I don't understand what it is. Um I don't but, think this is know. either hip or with it either. But no, I, 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 I am not the barometer for hip or with it. I mean, I'm, I, I listen to this while on a bass boat on a lake by myself at sunrise. You know, this was this was the most ridiculous way of listening to this album. And I, I appreciated a lot of the stuff that was going on with this album. But I don't know if I, I this is just the 2015. The music industry allows people to do this. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know that this is really a record, uh, in the same, like, this is as much Cheech and Chong, like what Cheech and Chong were to smoke and dope. This is to the dick joke, but not as,
1: not as well executed. Yeah.
2: It, it, it was a Cheech and Chong. And I'm sorry I brought up George Carlin because, you know, I should not put that, to run his name <laughs> through the mud. Don't put that evil but, on him. Yeah. he's He's got enough shit to worry about in in the dirt, but yeah. you know. I, I You know, it it was dumb. Period. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, there was some fun stuff here, but yeah, it it, it kind of was worth it, uh, if I'm being honest. But Drew, what would be some key tracks to zero in on and to talk um,
3: about? To me, some of the key tracks are uh, Road Trip to start out the first actual song on the record. Um is sort of the character um, that uh, Abaddon plays as Danny Sexbang. Uh, He's on stage wearing a kimono that shows off a lot of hair um, on their stage show. And it's sort of like, I am God's gift to women. I'm going to bang as much as possible. That's sort of what Road Trip is, is a fun um, sort of romp with a lot of guitar about leaving a girl specifically to bang everybody in the world and then dying in space. Um which is a theme they come back to. I just realized is space. Um because another one I would go with is uh 6969. Um yes. is all about saving a planet uh that doesn't have sex.
0: Earth, yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh by Banging and showing people how great banging is um and then party of three uh I would go to as my third track because party of three uh brings in more a lot of their songs, especially on this album, center around uh as I've said Danny Sexbang banging uh everyone he can um where party of three is. He's he's trying to go on a date with this girl and Ninja Brian keeps killing everyone around them, which is sort of off putting and not good, Um, which I find funny because of the character of Ninja Brian um, and knowing sort of their history Um, and the party party of three sort of is more where a lot of the other two songs are uh, sort of. More up tempo, Party of Three is sort of a mid tempo, um, sort of subdued song, um, almost a ballad y song about death. So. Yes. <laughs> death and destruction and mayhem. Um, and
0: 6969. 69, I wonder what song, per, uh, maybe possibly Prog Rock song, that is referencing.
2: Hmm. <laughs> that an entire line was taken out of. Yes. But yes.
0: Uh, Patrick. What would be some of the key tracks that caught your attention?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I said a little bit at the top if you put Dragon Slayer on an otherwise funny record, it would work because it is, it's so stupid, but it's at least mildly catchy. And it has the theming of it just being like, well, you know, fuck jocks, fuck, you know, rocket surgeons. I fucking slayed a dragon. That's the coolest thing you can be. And and that that, at least as a theme, worked. Um, but again, it was so. I make the joke that that every uh, Kiss song sounds the same, and and they all do. And every song on this album sounds the same, and they don't sound like a good song.
2: "Lick It Up" and "Love Gun" are two completely different songs.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. One they wore makeup in the video. One they did not. Um, and you're wrong, yeah. but. You're wrong. I don't even know. I don't know that much about. Guess I hate guess. Uh, and I'm gonna do it because I'm the, the resident metalhead. And why cookies bothers me so much? If you're the the concept of mocking the vaguely satanic nature of metal, like that whole like part of the genre, is something I find funny. There's a band called Zimmer's Hole who have basically made a career out of it. And and the whole like Death Clock, uh, you know, Metalocalypse thing makes fun of that. The problem is, if you're going to make a song about being super satanic metal and then the joke being that actually it's about cookies, make it a fucking metal song, not some vaguely industrial dance track. You can fucking make metal on fucking Fruity Loops. It ain't hard. Get a fucking like like actual drum kit sounds and go for it. It's really easy. I can do it in about 20 minutes. And it just it pissed me off because it took a an idea for a joke that can work. And ruined it by making it like a fucking vaguely industrial dance track.
3: If and they f- did that, you would complain that it doesn't fit with the rest of it. And you can't I, say that. No, weren't. and if that would be better. It would be some fucking variety. It's just no, this, you this wouldn't whole, say that. This whole I can't life. say you wouldn't say that because I've heard you say I, I don't it. know how. But, but
1: uh, <laughs> like we when, when you're, you're off on a on tangent of, hey, I am off on a fucking tangent on this record. This right. the, the target audience for this album okay has never had sex, has a neck beard, and complains on Reddit about, about social justice warriors. That is the target audience. I don't know that these guys are that. That I assume they're in on the joke, but my guess is, and I've done no research, they had one really big YouTube video, and they've been trying to recapture that magic ever since to varying success. And that, that's what it feels like to me. And it, I don't know. It's just, it, yeah. it, Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that.
0: Uh, Brett, what would be some of the tracks that caught your attention?
2: Here, let me shave my neck real quick. And, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> no, uh, I'm I, saying this is a bearded person who, at some point in his life, owned a fedora. Who has plenty of neck.
2: Um, uh, who but who no, does possess uh, a neck? <laughs> you know, there's plenty of neck going around on this show. Like you can check it out. Like, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's talk about some dumb stuff. Um, the they had an intro track. And the best thing about intro tracks is that you listen to them once and then you skip them forever because even when they are funny, it it never stays funny. Um, and you know there are a lot of non-music tracks. I mean, there's music in everything, and you know it's a, it's a it's it's a production. It, this is a this is a uh, this is a an act that I'm I'm watching. There is not a real people making real music about their real-life experiences, unlike, you know, Diamond Dave and his jump splits. Um, Might as well or, or That's
0: right. Or, uh, you know. or or the men of Russia and their true experiences with uh, aliens and, and Dungeons
2: and & Dragons. That, correct. I don't believe they would be aliens. I believe that they were gods in Olympus. They, they cool. were the oh, priests yeah. the of the Olympus. temples
1: of Syrinx. But that was on...
2: That was earth about a hundred years from now um but no uh right. <laughs> you know it, I, they had a song that was d- about dubstep dubstep you made jokes about dubstep four years ago and even then it was hacky um now i'm no comedic genius i'm not even a regular genius but i don't find that uh, like i i don't know how that made the cut <laughs> um <laughs> it, if i if i was in there like working the the mixer and like wearing really expensive headphones behind a piece of glass. I, I would probably tell them to scrap that and come up with something else in five minutes. Because it doesn't seem like any of this was really, you know, thought out for long periods of time. Um but there's the song sixty nine sixty nine. Um which you know they can't be all bad. Because they could take a stupid premise and figure out a way to stick in a line from 2112 um, that is kind of a dumb line in 2112, which is, you know, I, I am not somebody who hates dumb. I brought dumb to, for you guys to listen to. It was dumb that was done with such precision and skill that it was cool. <laughs> it was the cool kind of dumb. It was dumb. I mean, it's about flying spaceships into black holes. But you know, it. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty dumb. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. But yeah, somebody's got to be dumb, and I believe that these guys have a right to be dumb too, and I will fight to the death to protect their right to be dumb. But the fact that they could squeeze in some of this stuff is is cool. But you know, it it it, it squeezes the humor out after one or two listens, um, and the fact that we had to listen to this album. For longer than we normally do, like we had a long, a little bit of a break due to people being ill, um, which means that I got to listen to this for even longer to have more of a nuanced opinion about <laughs> how I want to, I want to have relay the the dumbness. But the, they did have some really good turns of phrase. Uh, you know, Bangladesh. You know, Drew, you're right. This was all you told me <laughs> coming into this. It was gonna be dick jokes and Brian, quote, Um, you know, it was gonna be it was Mm -hmm. it was was gonna be really stupid, and they didn't fail like and yeah the cookies like there's like listener go out and listen to this this album you can come up with many things to bring up because it's it's every five seconds that's kind of stupid as shit but there's like the like little smidgen of cool like somebody had something in their brain that was good but they didn't milk it good enough to to make a whole joke out of it they just there are a lot of like hacky missed opportunities but again i am a hacky missed opportunity i am I, i i you know so we'll just those are the tracks that i'd like to bring up yes yes
0: uh we bring it back around the horn to give our last word on the album (laughs) <laughs> last conclusive word about the album Patrick what would be your conclusive thought on the album
1: oh I get to have a conclusive thought before Drew's conclusive thought uh, well, Drew gets lost work <laughs> just don't I, I normally I am normally on the side of Brett uh, go listen to it experience it even though I didn't like it just don't on this one There's there's better like shitty music comedy this is not good <laughs> Uh, I will say that. Would that you way. say glass
3: jaw is better? She hey, did. you hold, hold your tongue. I'm not saying I have I, things I, to say. Oh. <laughs> hold it.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, Brett, what is your conclusive thought on this album?
2: This is hacky humor with hacky music to match. It's dumb. I don't believe that I've expressed how dumb it is, but it's it's the kind of dumb that I'm happy exists. Because there are 5th graders out there that need dumb shit to listen to. Um, and Drew. 5th uh, graders and Drew. Uh, but, you know, the the fact that music, the music industry lets something like this come out, and three of these come out, uh, is something where, like, you know, finally there's freedom in music. Because this shit would never get pressed onto a, a, a piece of vinyl in 1980-whatever unless it was by some dude. And now, with the the ability to send this out everywhere, fifth graders around the world can rejoice at the juvenile humor. And I guarantee you, if I saw a flyer that said that these guys were playing at the Vogue next Friday, I would be there watching this. Because it is the kind of dumb train wreck bullshit that I want to watch. I'm not going to tell anybody not to listen to this. I'm not going to tell them no. I will tell them not to listen to Glassjaw. I will tell them to listen to this because there's something that's going on here and it's a part of you gotta listen to it to understand the conversation we're having. Whereas glassjaw, you can just sort of make something up in your head and it's probably better than what you listen to. Um but like <laughs> I mean, you gotta experience this because it's it's the, it's something that you would not I I've heard a lot of music in my days. I don't really know if I would have been able to construct this in my brain. If somebody described the shapes and the smells and everything, I doubt that I would come up with this is what it is. So listen to it. And form an opinion. And if you disagree, you're wrong. So we have finally concluded the conclusive. Final thoughts. The book has been closed. Except for Drew. I'll let Drew have a... a, (laughs) You can have a, a post script on the bottom. But no. The opinion is... Is dumb. dumb. Uh, True. Correct. What are your
3: thoughts on? Um, thoughts. no, he is he is not wrong. Um, he is completely correct. This is dumb. I brought it up because I knew it was dumb. Like, <laughs> but the thing is, for me, I love the dumbest of dumb humor. Um, and I like being like what I like about this is I like dumb bits, like the funniest bits to me are things that sort of lay lie and you look at it and you're like, Oh my, that's weird and dumb and stupid and funny. Like those are my favorite comedy bits. Um, my favorite comedy bits are not the, the genius of Mitch Hedberg talking about and the bear in the woods and such of that. It's the, the lead in bit before that talking about his brother hiding behind a tree at the mall. I like the stupid part of the joke. And this is all stupid parts of the joke. Um, don't you dare that,
1: Solly Miss, Mitch Hedberg's dead good name with this I, fucking record.
3: You could bring up John
2: Leguizamo in The Pest.
1: <laughs>
3: he was a burnout and he OD'd. I don't know about good name. He was funny. I don't know if i call it a good name. <laughs> Let's be fair about this. Kurt Cobain, good musician. The band did a lot of oh, things. I wouldn't call like- his name good. Like a good name would be somebody who you would be like proud to hold up as like a pantheon of humanity. I don't want to hold up Mitch Hedberg as pantheon of humanity because he OD'd on heroin. Like, ah, Kurt Cobain that. didn't
2: do enough dick jokes to be a uh, part of this conversation. Yes,
3: <laughs> <laughs> parallel. Um, that that but that's the thing, right? Is this is dumb. And I like singing along to dumb. When I'm in my car and I had a bad fucking day, I sing along to stupid. Yeah, <laughs> Drew, you're dumb. I you am. You are. Dumb. You are
2: one with the dumb. You are the dumb. I love dumb. You're 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 zen with
0: the dumb. Not uh, only are
2: you dumb, you're our dumb. Yeah, I love dumb.
0: Ah, ah. Uh, that being said, those are our conclusive thoughts on the dumb. Uh on this album. Uh now we get to the main event of our evening. We talk about our haiku reviews. Uh so let's go around the horn. Let's just rip off the band and go with Patrick. Patrick, what is your
1: haiku? The sad result of the Forever Alone meme making an album. Alright. Uh
2: Brett, what is your haiku? Musical genius. This album doesn't have that, but they had some fun. Yeah. Uh,
0: my haiku, uh, pretty fun music that's truly best enjoyed in YouTube-sized doses. Uh, and Drew, what is your haiku?
3: Surprise, Brett didn't use one of the phrases that I used in mine. Dick jokes and butt stuff. <laughs> the guys who don't mind playing the dumbest jokes in bits
0: nice uh and that 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 is our thoughts that is uh our word uh go and you can go ahead and play record breakers home game form your own opinion on the dumb stuff uh listen to this album it's dumb uh listen to it uh on our spotify playlist uh on there uh on that spotify playlist will also be next week's album possibly next week's probably a guest i haven't been able to you know in the the hecticness i also haven't been able to book a possible guest uh if not it will be my album uh and my album is going to be uh well john oliver did a bit on south korea uh, blasting k-pop into north korea as propaganda and he mentioned some albums one of those albums was neon Bunny's soul light i'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys hey that may have been a bit, but that album is actually pretty worth, worth pretty uh, pretty much pretty worth checking out. So pretty we're gonna important. check it out next week. Neon Bunny Soul Light, do the thing. Ah, uh, that's next week, and this is this week.
2: Do the thing.
0: Yeah, you can find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the Swagger. Uh, Brett is at Hibby at H i b b i two i b i b b a r d. Drew is at Xjuice for X. I'm at PD Rave. The show's at four record breakers. That's the number four record breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com recordbreakerspodcast.gmail.com uh, if you want to email us. Uh, rebelly.net for this and other shows. Share, like, subscribe. iTunes Stitcher. Do all the things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos.
2: Yeah, I'm opening for the dumb next week. Toodaloo.
3: For more dick jokes, track one is a (laughs) long (laughs) D.